Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 24, verses 15 through 24. Yesterday, Pastor Steve Kramer did the first half of this chapter, Great Devotion. He is one of our radio preachers for the CC broadcast, which you can catch on the weekends or on our podcast, on our website, and a great chance to hear Pastor Kramer preach once in a while. So I want you to make sure you don't tell my wife about this devotion right now, and I think you're going to understand what I mean here in a second when you find out how Ezekiel responded to the death of his wife. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, behold, I'm about to take the delight of your eyes away from you at a stroke. Yet you shall not mourn or weep, nor shall tears run down. Sigh, but not aloud. Make no mourning for the dead. Bind on your turban and put your shoes on your feet. Do not cover your lips, nor eat the bread of men. So I spoke to the people in the morning, and at evening my wife died. And on the next morning, I did as I was handed. Radical obedience. Verse 19. The people said to me, Will you not tell us what these things mean for us, that you are acting thus? Then I said to them, The word of the Lord came to me. Say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will profane my sanctuary, the pride of your power, the delight of your eyes, and the yearning of your soul. And your sons and your daughters, whom you left behind, shall fall by the sword. And you shall do as I have done. You shall not cover your lips, nor eat the bread of men. Your turbans will be on your heads and your shoes on your feet. You shall not mourn or weep, but you shall rot away in your iniquities and groan to one another." Thus shall Ezekiel be assigned to you. According to all that he has done, you shall do. When this comes, then you will know that I am the Lord God. So Ezekiel is going to suffer a tremendous loss. He's been commanded to deliver some very difficult messages and do some very difficult things. And this has got to be right up there at the top of the list. His wife's going to die, and he is not to mourn. And he does exactly what the Lord commands which is amazing. Then he takes what he is experiencing and uses it as an illustration to tell the people of Jerusalem and Judah that when this siege that befalls them, which Steve talked about yesterday, they shouldn't mourn either. And it's an illustration that is a message from the Lord through Ezekiel to the people of God. So I want to depart for a second from the prophetic meaning of this and from looking at this the way we've looked at all these other texts in the major prophets. And I just want to highlight a example of radical obedience on the part of Ezekiel. Now, this is where I need to make amends with my wife. This is not a prescription of how we are supposed to deal with the death of our wives. This isn't a once-for-all thing. This is something specific that God commanded Ezekiel in a very specific time for a very specific purpose. And so, friends, be relieved when your spouse dies, and Lord willing, mine won't die for a long, long time, but when that happens, I'll be heartbroken, I'll weep, and that is appropriate. This is not saying that we shouldn't do those. It's just saying that God didn't want Ezekiel to do those things for a specific reason. And what's radical about this is that in this very, very difficult time where he loses the delight of his eyes, this isn't some wife that he wasn't really into. This isn't some wife who was just kind of 
not part of his life because he was out busy doing the prophet thing. This is the delight of his eyes. And the Lord took her and commanded him not to weep. And it says, I did as I was commanded. And I want to lift up the value of radical obedience. Chapter 14 in the book of John, this is Jesus speaking, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It's what it says. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them or obeys them, he is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So if you want to know, and this isn't the only place that it's at in the Bible, if you want to know how you show God that you love him, it's by obeying him. It's by obeying him. That's not real popular today. Obey God. Uh, there's a text in chapter 14 of the book of Luke, verses 25 through 33. It's the cost of discipleship. You should go read it. It's another text about radical obedience. And at the core of this, if we want to be people who are radically obedient to the Lord, at the core of this is the concept of lordship. Heard a message yesterday by Pastor Phil Hopper at Abundant Life Church in Lee's Summit, Missouri. Actually, it was Sunday, not yesterday. And at the core of this message is lordship. The idea is if Jesus Christ is the Lord of our lives, then we will submit to whatever he calls us to do. That starts with things that are clear in Scripture that we're called to obey, and then that carries on to things specifically in each of our lives that we're called to do as his ambassadors, as his disciples. And this idea of obedience, this idea of lordship has been lost to a degree in modern-day Western evangelicalism. We want to raise that up. It's good to be radically obedient to the Lord. Now, we got to be clear about this because it sounds like it's at odds with something else that we say over and over on this podcast, which is that we can't be perfectly obedient. In our natural condition, we are rebellious against God. We are sinful. We are stained with Adam's sin, and we're guilty of sins that we commit in our lives every day. That's exactly why God had to send the perfect Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to live the perfect life and rise again from death so that we could, through faith in him, attain the perfection that we're unable to live and have the penalty of death that we deserve to pay, Mark paid, because we can't do any of this on our own. And so in a sense, no, we're never going to be perfectly obedient. And so somebody might understand that and say, well, then if I can't be perfectly obedient, then why do I want to hold up radical obedience as a value? Because it's not even possible. But the fact is that those of us who trust Christ and are indwelled as a result of our faith in Christ by the Holy Spirit, who is working day by day to sanctify us, to make us more like Christ, to make us more in line with God's design for our lives and God's design for how we should live, then we should have radical obedience high on our priority list. And I think that God uses people who are radically obedient in powerful ways. We see this with Ezekiel. We see this with other people throughout Scripture. We may not know exactly how God is using us, but when we are radically obedient, He will use us to draw draw people to Himself and to glorify Himself. I had a conversation with somebody just a few days ago who is living in sin. And just had a conversation as somebody who trusts Christ. Every one of us can identify with that. But the question is, like, who is Lord in your life? The desire that you have to carry on with the sin that you're committing? Or is it the Lord, Jesus Christ, who's saying, stop sinning in that way? That question confronts every one of us. And by God's Spirit at work in us, may we be able to respond correctly to that question, and may we be inspired by Ezekiel, who gives us an example of 
radical obedience that should inspire us. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.